Good evening. Welcome to the Badger Politic. I'm Scott Stearns. My name is Paul Sickle, and I did show up here, and yes, I <laughs> do need to work in the morning, but I'm stuck here with Scott oh. in some basement somewhere in southeastern Wisconsin. In our bunker. Yeah. Secure from the goings on yeah. the outside world. Yeah. Hopefully, none of you will hear this. <laughs> So there's uh, news on the healthcare bill. Uh, that is good news. Yeah. But but my guess is that it, well, I hope you hear that the healthcare bill went well recently. Um, I don't think that you're going to hear it here first. No, of course. I mean, it's it's spreading uh, it's spreading like wildfire tonight. Right. They but, they killed uh, it for now. Yeah. So uh, to to dive into specifics around that. So obviously we know that uh, they haven't had the Votes locked up necessarily to even proceed to the bill uh, because they had um, Senator Collins of Maine and Rand Paul kind of standing in the way, and then but that still leaves fifty votes potentially to to move it. And they didn't get Heller yet. They didn't get Heller yet. He wouldn't. uh, He hasn't committed one way or the other. But tonight, tonight they had um, two senators uh, come out. Mike Lee Mm -hmm. came out uh, against the guy uh, from Kansas. Jerry, Jerry Moran from Kansas. Uh, so they both came out and said they are not uh, willing to vote to proceed to the bill. So that's you know that's the first thing. Anytime the Senate uh, has to uh, bring up legislation, they have to get senators to agree, a majority of senators to agree to even start debate. So I think that's really good for um, Democrats in one respect is that Dean Heller, the senator from Nevada, who's up for re-election, you know, he could have voted to move ahead yeah. on the debate for closure, I think it was what it would have been or No, this is uh this is just this is just to proceed to the bill. So proceed then the bill, but right. then there's uh be, but because they're operating under reconciliation, there's no filibuster. Right. right. So it's Never a fifty one vote scenario. So Heller um Probably, when it came down to it, would have voted against proceeding. I think so, but he didn't want to. It sounds like he didn't want to be the guy that right on the hook, right. But the fact of the matter is that in a general election, he will not be able to say he voted to stop the health care mm-hmm. law, which it got killed with, and he he wasn't even a decisive person, right. So that means we can go after him, yeah, on it. But it also means he doesn't have to uh, confront the base next year. So it will help him in a, in the primary, yeah, which is fine if, if there is a primary. I don't I don't know if anybody is well, it'll help ward off a primary, perhaps yes. Uh, but it also means that we get to go after him and say, yeah. hey, this buddy, you know, never <laughs> said how he'd vote. On the health care bill. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've got somebody who guarantees not to pursue Trump care running against him. And everybody knows Trump care is a dead letter publicly. I mean, what is it? 52% now want Obamacare and yeah. 24% want it's, Trump care. It's it's bad. The numbers are really bad for this thing, which is why... You and know, I don't care how biased Donald Trump thinks the Washington Post poll is or whatever. <laughs> well, this has been confirmed across multiple polls. This is not right. something that's you know unique to one medium. So the, uh, the it's, it's in our favor to be right. like, look, this guy it, like waffled on it. Yep. When it came to taking health care from 23 million Americans, mm-hmm. Dean Heller waffled on it. 
And um, that's almost worse than even being for it. I mean, had he been able to say, no, I voted against proceeding on the bill. Right. Well, he, he'd, he'd have something going for Had he been able to say, I voted no, and the thing passes, because well, it's, still, it's just him and Collins vote no. I think they still potentially have a vote take place, because McConnell wants to have a vote at some point, just because they need to have a closure so on this looking issue. for his, his moment? Well, I think he probably just piles we, on, because I... The, so, the other, the other part of this, this is all happening in the context of Senator McCain being... Uh, mm-hmm. Undergoing some medical care for a uh, blood clot, so they had to postpone uh, votes on this bill uh, for at least a few weeks while while McCain heals because the, he is a critical vote. Obviously, every every vote's critical right now, right on this thing because it's it's uh, because it really is. A well, he situation. was he actually isn't now because there's enough people that wouldn't vote to move forward. Right, so but 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 they're but they're postponing it. So like when he comes back, I think they will have a vote. What Heller would like is to run for re-election in a state that's blue, mm-hmm. trending blue. Yeah. Voted for Hillary Clinton. Um, mind you, like in 2000 and 2004, it voted for Bush, while Wisconsin was busy voting for Democratic candidates against Bush, Gore, and Kerry. Mm-hmm. Um, Gore, who actually did carry the popular vote as well, yep. in addition to Hillary Clinton. So Wisconsin moved red enough that it voted for Trump narrowly. Yep. Nevada went the other way. And it has been going the other right. way. Obama carried it. So Haller's got this position. He's up for re-election. It, interestingly enough, he won his seat in 2012 when Obama was re-elected. Yeah. But anyway, Heller's up, and I think he knows that he could be a no vote, and one other Senate Republican could be a no vote, and the thing can still pass. Yeah. And he can still then say, well, I voted against it. Right, I did I my due diligence, and even, you know, it didn't, it didn't work out how I, how I wanted it to. But I, I, I think if they have Heller and Collins, I don't know. I don't know if Rand Paul's on board. I don't know that uh, Rakowski's on board, even though they're, they're, Throwing a lot of money towards Alaska as part of this thing, right? So. But in theory, they're Heller and uh, Collins are the obvious no votes, right? So if they vote no, the Republicans can still pass it. Yes, and Heller lost that opportunity today. They just killed it without without him. Own. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not. It's uh, its demise maybe. Uh, this may be a bit premature, because I, I do think they're going to have to have a vote just to, so everybody can put their cards on the table and then say, like, well, this isn't just a tempor- temporary thing. We're not keeping it in the back pocket. We're, we're, we had a vote. It doesn't have the it doesn't have support, and we need to move on to other things. There's tax, there's right. taxes, there's appropriations bills. We got to fund the government. We got a lot of other things that are coming after you know after the recess in August. And so you think Heller's going to get another chance to vote now? Yeah, I think I, I think at some point there there is going to be a vote either on the motion to proceed or even if the motion to proceed passes, then a vote on the actual bill itself. It's one of the two is going to happen or both. Mm-hmm. There's because they, they they keep on going uh, back and forth where they're. What if they don't have the votes to? I think proceed? McConnell. Everything we're hearing out of the majority leader's office is that he wants to have a vote one way or the other. And and normally what you do is if you don't have the votes, then you don't put it up for a vote. But given the profile of this thing, 
Right. And to, to have the ability to move on to other things, they have to have everybody just kind of put themselves out there and say, like, okay, like, literally, we don't have the support. It's not just, well, they don't have those votes today, and then they go back, and then they tweak the bill a little bit more. It's like, at some point, the bill is the bill, and people got to... So the best case scenario, to, uh, as far as I'm concerned, up. is that Haller doesn't ever get a chance to vote no, mm-hmm. um, except maybe in the motion to proceed. But that's but, essentially, I mean, it's, it's effectively in the in the course of a campaign, the vote, if that's the vote on the bill, that's the vote on the bill. But he's not the decisive vote. As long as he's not the decisive vote, and he wasn't the decisive vote in this iteration of killing it, we can say he waffled. Well, and, and that's that's what we need to be able to do but I, but in order to take that seat in Nevada. One thing I've always thought about, though, is that if this thing doesn't have a lot of support, which all evidence is that it doesn't, when it comes down to a vote, it, I never I never thought it was going to be like a 51-50 thing or, you know, a 50-50 to 50 with, a, with a Pence vote. Right. Because if it's that unpopular, then not, you're, you're going to have... You know, your two or three senators voting against it. And uh, and then you're also going to have other people that are going to pile on because they're going to see the, how cancerous this thing is. And you're going to be like, you know what? I cannot get behind this. I'm going to join the nose because there is enough skepticism out there. there okay. enough, I, 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 I don't know if I agree. My, my gut instinct is that um, McConnell's plan always was to allow two to vote no for their reasons mm-hmm. and collins and helen heller have obviously good reasons to vote now yeah because they're in states that aren't republican states sure uh, but they're republican senators they need to protect their asses and so that uh, mcconnell's plan the whole time has been to allow con- those two to vote now correct i mean that's, safe face. that's the plan but that but and that would work if this bill were actually popular and had some kind of momentum behind uh-huh. it but it doesn't so the other the other uh, variable that we haven't talked about is our own uh, Senator Ron Johnson. It was uh, it was reported in multiple a places. A few times he was interviewed on yeah. uh, Fox Eleven up in Green Bay, yep. Fox Six here. He, he was, he's very he's a very confusing man. <laughs> yeah. Well, from what I read, he was a little perturbed that apparently McConnell was telling the the moderates like Collins mm-hmm. that you know what we're going to pass this bill, but but these things. That are more conservative. In, in terms well, never really. You know, yeah. They'll never really happen. Right, which, you're, right. in, in my mind, like, why would you? Why would you trust this guy? I mean, even once it's once it's law, who knows? Like, what right. he'll do. But the, so he's telling. I think he's telling, Johnson. He's telling moderates that this is what they're going to do, but that he's not telling conservatives the same thing, obviously. And I guess that piece. So I Johnson. feel like Johnson is a closet moderate, and I, I hesitate to say that. Yeah. Because as a Wisconsin voter, I don't want him to be my senator anymore. However, he's... Well, you got him for at least five and a half years. Yeah, right. So So there's no election coming up for a while um, on him. Uh, But I think that... I really do. I mean, we've cornered him a bunch. Mm -hmm. We've protested on his uh, front lawn, so to speak. We've protested at the front uh, steps of the The federal building here, uh, where his office is. Several dozen times now, and uh, you know, hundreds of people had tons of cameras there. We'll we'll keep going. We're going to keep going back there. Sure. Frankly. Well, I mean, the pressure is working. Obviously, I think I think he, it's given him pause. I think I mean, so too. We had uh, people I know that that questioned him. Two two people I know, and 
He said, look, I don't want to pull the rug out from anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are his quotes. So he's, he's at least made... Now, granted, there's two emotional appeals. They're anecdotal, but he said, look, I, I don't think that we're actually going to hurt Medicaid that much. Yeah. In a weird way, he said the same thing that he's criticizing McConnell for saying. Um, well, I, I just... He himself is, like... I think he his moderate sense is... I don't know if it's as he doesn't want this to happen. I don't know if it's moderate. I think I, I think he's a I think he's a conservative. I think so but too. I, I'm just saying that when it, you're it, saying moderate, I think it's maybe the definition of moderate in you know in these day in, in this day and age is that somebody who's responsive to evolving reality. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think the pressure that was put on him has been effective, and I think I would take this opportunity to just. Reemphasize to people that are that are listening that it is important that you are calling your senators. It's important right. that you're exactly. writing your senators because when when they when when they get reports from their staff right. about okay how what what's the breakdown on this issue this issue what's the breakdown on this issue and and if it's, I don't know what the numbers are obviously uh, in terms of the the ratio of calls that he's getting but let's just uh, hypothetically say it's ten to one. Uh, yeah, I, think, I, think I think it's pretty conservative to say that, that. I think it's probably more than that, yeah. but let's just say it's ten to one. I think that gives a senator like him pause and say, like, "Well, man, this thing is uh, is not playing well in Wisconsin. Maybe I need to like step back." And so I don't think he's truly a moderate, but right. I think the pressure is, has been working exactly, and I think exactly. actually his concerns are more moderate than they than he says mm-hmm. they are. I think he's he, he wants to claim he's like oh it's not conservative enough but I think he's looking for any reason to get to know he's looking in, for in an way. out he's looking for an out while trying to preserve his conservative credentials right he you knows know? that he, he he's learned enough which he clearly did not understand ever before yeah. including when he ran for senate in the first place oh, in 2010 for sure. for sure he he's learned enough to realize that this is going to be a big clusterfuck, and it will be worse than Obamacare, and frankly, maybe Obamacare was better than the alternative of doing nothing at the time. Yeah, it's it's a matter of, uh, is this worth my Senate career? Is this worth me staking everything that I I hold dear? I I don't know if it's something that he's really passionate about. I think he's probably more passionate about, you know, Corporate taxes and and, and, and I don't think he's that passionate about anything other than seeing him name in the U.S. Senate. Well, that's that goes. I think you can say that about a lot of senators. Yeah, <laughs> I think in particular, though, this is this is a man of little legislative substance. Fair enough. That's why I'm not representing any official organization. When I speak, <laughs> by the way. Right. Like, I really don't think he knows what. I, I think he just wanted he, to well, be a senator. Well, he doesn't know, or does he, does he just not care about the you know? Particular things. No, he wanted I mean, he to be got, a, he, he wanted into, to be a senator. He came up with a line that worked, yeah. and then it worked again. Um, What's well, the same line of Donald Trump and, and and several others? You know, like I I was in the private sector, I was right. successful. I'm going to take that success to government and change things. And you know. it has no real clue about how any of it works. Right, right. Like it's one thing to run your own company to make money for that one company. Yeah, it's another thing to try to run a country. Yeah. With lots of different companies all trying to compete against each other. In the, and in the you're infi- one country competing against other countries right. or trying to coexist peacefully exactly. with other countries. In the international climate that we have today. So. Right. Yeah. It's totally different. Well, you, and, hope, you, would hope after, you would hope after six years, I mean, the guy 
should have learned something by now. Well, I think that's what it is. It's like he wants to vote. He wants to vote no because he knows it's going to hurt people. And he wants to find a way to vote no, which is consistent with political message. So he's learned self-preservation, if nothing else. So right. (laughs) Though for us as constituents, would the valuable thing, like back to what you said, yeah, which is. A really good point. I mean, I'll concede one time, Scott, you made a good point. <laughs> but, um, which is that, you know, the pressure is what made it happen. Yeah. No, I, I have no doubt. Well, the pressure combined with how unpopular this thing is. Right. Which, I mean, the pressure is, 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 some, is representative of how unpopular this and thing let's, is. And let's, let's just be completely true. I don't think the guys that deciding vote ever. No. He's not going to be the guy that's going to be like, if it's, if it's, uh, one vote, on the line, yeah, he's not. I don't. I wouldn't expect it would be. It would be a nice surprise, but I. But I don't. No, think I'd it's be gonna a heck of a surprise. <laughs> I mean, not, he'd not be gonna, like sleeping and hit the wrong. Button. It will come down to Ron Johnson. If anything, it'll come down. Right. If it comes down to an actual vote on the on the bill itself, you know, a few weeks or a month down the road, it's not going to be Ron Johnson standing at the Capitol steps, crying from the rooftop. No, but what Ron Johnson does do is every time he expresses a doubt. He gives license to Lisa Murkowski, yeah. oh, Susan yeah. Collins, Shelley Moore Capito, Dean Heller, Mike uh, Lee, Jeff Flake, Mike Lee, anybody. So I just mentioned the moderates, then you brought in yeah. Mike Lee, and and um, so to speak, moderates, I should say. But he gives well, John McCain. I mean, if, if, sure. if McCain wants, if we want to call McCain a moderate, he might be. Well, I bring up Mike Lee, and not just because he was, you know, uh, out front tonight, but. Uh, Ron Johnson is also is often lumped in with Mike Lee, Rand Paul, Ted Cruz in terms of the, the conservative, right. the, yeah, the far right conservatives based on their voting. Even patterns. though I don't really think the reason Johnson opposes is because it's for the wrong reasons, which is what people say. Yeah, I really think the reason he opposes this is because he's been he's confused. Yeah, and he's seen a lot of protests and he's seen a lot of data and he's honestly I. I actually think the guy's worried. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. The best evidence I have to point to that is early on, uh, he said, you know what, this is going to take Democrats to help make this work. We're going to have to reach across the party lines to make this happen. Right. That actually makes some sense. Of course. There, of course it makes sense. That's, that's how legislating is supposed to work. Right. And there are <laughs> flaws in Obamacare, which yes. Obama himself acknowledged as he signed the bill, as I recall. Well, that is, and that's the thing. Obviously, it's not it's not perfect. Government, like any institution, is should always be undergoing some kind of self analysis and reviewing what's working, what isn't working, and what worked yesterday may not work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that's the same. And you know, that's one parallel to to business. That I guess I would concede to a guy like Ron Johnson is that you know, co- co- uh, companies are always you know reviewing their budgets or where they're spending money right. and, and looking looking at initiatives that work or projects that went. Went uh, awry that that didn't uh, work out as they. Scott, envisioned. are you are you trying to pivot to where you can de- um, describe your fondness for cap- corporate tax cuts? <laughs> I'm not, but we can talk about that. <laughs> so we before before the show we had touched on the I, the fact that so this is this whole thing with healthcare and the reason why they're spending so much time on trying to get this done right. is because they passed it under a budget reconciliation bill a few months back. So budget reconciliation passed, and which means that anything they do after this has to be paid for. So like, if they're if they kind of depended on the health care bill passing so that they could pay for the tax cuts 
later, the whole tax reform thing that Trump ran on, you know, reducing the corporate mm-hmm. tax rate from 35 to 15 percent. Okay. That's, right. that's dependent on this healthcare legislation passing. So if healthcare fails, it means that they're not going to have the revenue to be able to pay for the tax cuts that come later because reconciliation rules. I thought Trump was also going to jack the hell out of taxes and in yeah, corporations yeah, and import. Have you goods. heard anything about that lately? Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. Um, but I thought that's Shocking. why, uh, Wisconsin, Actually, I know that's why Wisconsin voted for him. Mm-hmm. I'm I mean, sure. Kenosha County, like case in point. Yeah. So if they can't pass healthcare legislation, they have to move on to taxes, and then they got to deal with the appropriations bills come come fall because you know they got to fund all the departments. But if they if they got if they go to taxes, they can't. They're not going to have the money to to slash the corporate tax rate from 35 to 15 percent. It's not the money's not going to be there. So they're going to have to probably do some scaled back version of that, uh, reducing it maybe to 26, 25%. And then, you know, in terms of tax reform... That's not uh, huge. It's not. Not not huge. No, it's It's not not huge huge. Not huge enough, right? Sad. That's sad. I mean, having said that, um, and one thing that we were debating off air is that, you know, I think there's a valid case to be made that is is the corporate tax rate too high. And I think maybe so. I mean, yeah. maybe it needs to be reduced, but... Um, I don't know. I really don't know. The one thing I will say against is, first of all, I think tax rates in America are too low to begin with, generally. The second point I would make is that... Um, I think it depends on the taxes you're talking about. No, I, overall, though, I think taxes should be higher. I think government support should be higher. I think government should have a bigger role in, life, in society and our economy, not a smaller role. Especially as we move it's toward a broad the, brush to paint with. I think. It's, you, I, I mean, well, especially as we move toward a more uh, automated age. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we talk about labor as an abstraction. It sounds like an abstraction. It's not. It's our fucking jobs. Sure. So anyway, we will. Um, you know, I think in general, I I think government should have a larger role play in the economy, not a smaller role. However, um, when it comes to corporate tax rates, yeah, we're we're pretty high up. We're we're we're, we're among the highest uh, in the industrialized world, right? I think in in, in Canada it's fifteen percent. The UK I think is nineteen. Mm-hmm. And we're at thirty five, and, and, and these are countries that are overall much higher tax. Right, but they have other they, they have tax higher, at a much higher rates than we sure. are. They have right. maybe higher personal income tax rates. They have value they have added value, tax, value which added is like tax. a sales tax in every phase of production. Right, and I think that's which we don't have here. We at haven't. All. No, we haven't had that here, and it's not something that's been the center of any kind of campaign that I've witnessed. And there are there are progressive arguments for it. There's also some conservative arguments for it. Yeah, yeah. and there's also no constituency for it. <laughs> right. So therefore, it will not become <laughs> probably law. not. So probably. we can't afford to give away that tax revenue, too. I, I, I get in what you're saying. We can't, in anticipation of this magic tax revenue that's going to mm-hmm. come in from some phantom constituency that doesn't exist, like, yeah. I don't see how the U.S. can afford to give well, away more sure. tax revenue. I mean, I, I would agree, and I think anything that you do around tax reform and tax cuts, you have it has to be paid for. That's the bottom line. Exactly. If you, I think yeah, if you're gonna have a corporate tax rate cut, then you gotta do a VAT. You gotta you gotta make up the revenue somehow. 
because we're running deficits like crazy. We're not. I mean, our roads are falling apart. Our bridges are crumbling. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of well, a that, lot of, a lot of that's actually at the state level. It, it is, but, are, but when you're talking you about interstate, you got to blame Scott Walker for that. It, it, Other states have better roads. Seriously, I mean, when you're talking, talking, when you're like talking about interstate Walker. highway systems, though, and other uh, other uh, other infrastructure that depends on federal grants and, and federal funding, Scott Walker like for that. did a super stimulus program mm-hmm. on roads when he first got in. Well. Cutting everybody else. That's why the operating. Well, and how much borrowing is being done on roads in Wisconsin? Well, right now, it's, it's and crazy. now, now we don't have enough money to pay for what originally started. Right, because it's, he doesn't want to pay for it. He just wants to continue right. to cut it, it, taxes. His first advertisement was uh, called the uh, two interchanges, the Tom Barrett interchange. Remember right. that? You were the one who told me about this. Yeah. This is almost. Uh, Eight years ago. Yeah. Uh, that project's still going. I think right. it was another four years it's, ago. And now it's a Scott Walker interchange. And, and, and travel times to that thing are slower than ever. Yep. At least this last year. Well, it's year. been under construction for forever. And they just delayed it even further. Yeah. The that is that the busiest intersection in interchange the in the state. Yep. Right. It connects Milwaukee to Chicago to Madison. Really all the way all to points. the Twin Cities. Yep. Um, and, and even Green Bay and the Fox Valley and Appleton and Oshkosh. I mean, all of it. Critical thing. Like, it connects about a population center of, when you throw in the Chicago Minneapolis metro areas, about 25 million people. Yeah, right. It's, it's a vital cog in the nation's infrastructure. And Scott Walker campaigned, um, was campaigning in 2009, um, that Tom Barrett was too busy spending money on mass transit. Because um, he wanted to build a, a train to Madison or something like that, and then he let this go to neglect, and that that's when they were starting construction before Walker was governor. Yeah, and they still are nowhere near being done. No, so now I'm talk. here in 2020. It's right. like the, the completion date. Meanwhile, Scott Walker's built five lane highways uh, near the Packers Stadium. Yeah, and he's built you know highways all over the place where people don't need it. And lots of infrastructure. Um, parts of this zoo interchange are overbuilt already, like by Watertown Plank Road. There's like super complex ramps that nobody can figure out. They do reduce traffic volume on those ramps, but that's probably because no one knows where the hell they're going and they don't drive in the ramps. <laughs> Meanwhile, the ramps like, get like you I'm, from point A to point B. Sounds like you're personally bitter based on No, I mean, I'm, well, I think there's probably. Thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of Wisconsinites every day who are frustrated. They're just confused. And, and, and to let him get away with this one would be political suicide. Yeah. And well, mal- malpractice on the Democrats if they don't Should be a cornerstone of any campaign that, de- that Democrats run next Right, year, so. right. So, all right. Well, right. with that, um, we, we re- barely touched on, on state politics, but we definitely covered it our national end. We did. Well, it was, that's where all the news has been so far this week. So, well, Congratulations on, on our reprieve on health care. Yes, well, hopefully it holds. There is no Trump I, care for at least a week. Yeah, for at least, at least until next time we talk. And so, that's been how it's gone all 20. This is our 20th podcast. That's how it's gone. This is number 20. 20. You're right. And we didn't even touch on that. Thank you for reminding me. So, yeah, this is number 20. I didn't even bring in a cake Well, oh, I said a lot of bullshit that you edited <laughs> out. So, right. so we can talk for a minute about that. Yeah. Um, no, number 20. and uh, I think I have some cupcakes at home I can run over. Right. some. Yeah, I don't have twenty. Stick a candle in. I don't have twenty candles. All right. So yeah, I mean, we're yeah, we're we're about five months in, I think, since we started this thing. It was it was cold. 
well, it wasn't really a cold winter. It was a pretty moderate winter right. when we started this thing in February. Well, there's no Trump care. There is no Trump care. Which I is, think that's directly attributable to the Badger politic. I, well, I, I'd like to hope that we had at least a little bit of an effect on it. Maybe a few people made made some phone calls as a result of our uh, oh, numbers here. Okay, so. all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Let's hope. We're just doing our part. So I was bullshitting anyway, but I, I like I like I like to think that um, all of our efforts cumulatively matter, well, and they, they certainly do. Actually, that's what it's all about. All right, all right. With that until next time. Forward, forward. forward.